Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and this is another short form Ask Benny episode where it'll just be me talking about a topic. And a question I got from somebody was, how do I create a language immersion environment at home? And I'm recording this on my very last day in Brazil, and I'm reminded of one of my uh, my more famous language projects where I went to Belo Horizonte here in Brazil, uh, which is deep inside the country, to prove that you don't need to travel to a particular place, uh, because I was actually there to learn Egyptian Arabic. And I guarantee you, I did not run into any Egyptians while I was in that city, but I created a virtual immersion environment at home. You don't need to go to the country. And this is, this is coming to you from a guy who is completely nomadic and living out of his suitcase. So if I'm telling you, you don't need to go to the country, you know that, uh, that I'm serious because I'm always going to different countries. But I go to the countries after learning the language nowadays because I find it a lot more beneficial to arrive with a bit of momentum and to truly get to enjoy the country. I did try for many years to arrive and just pick up the language as soon as I, I arrived there and feel like maybe that's some form of immersion that's going to help me. But I quickly learned that when you're in a new country, you're dealing with so many different things. There's the cultural clashes. There's the fact that you may not have any friends there. Uh, there's lots of logistics if you're going to be there for a few months in terms of trying to settle in and find a place to live and whatever. That it's just too many things to deal with to add language learning into that. So I prefer to learn a new language when I'm comfortable somewhere. And this is a country where I already speak its language. And I will create a virtual language learning environment. So what do I mean by that? Effectively, I assign a part of my house. So maybe there's a little desk or a particular chair. And I decide that physical space is officially Egypt for me, in the case of when I was learning Egyptian Arabic. In your case, that, that little space is Spain or it's France or it's Germany, whatever the uh, country of the target language is. And just decide whenever I am sitting down there, I am going to be in German mode or Italian mode or whatever it is. So when you do that, then a few things change. You decide that you are going to, if you're going to use technology, then maybe try to switch the language interface. You can go into your settings on your, your smartphone. You can go into your computer settings and change the interface if you feel you're ready for that. Obviously, it can feel a little intimidating for some people. Uh, there's plenty of other things you can do with your browser that can translate some pages for you. Uh, but like I, I try to have as much of what I'm seeing in the target language as possible. Um, when I'm trying to read my daily news, I might use the target language and copy it into a resource like, for instance, Link, that uh, lets me click the words and see the translation. Um, so there's lots of ways you can make... What you would normally do in terms of websites that you use, try to use those in the target language. But actually, study time, of course, you would have your booked italki or preppy lessons with a teacher. 
and you're going to be doing that entirely virtually. And that's a big aspect of what I do ahead of going to a country is all of my learning, the center of gravity for all of these are those spoken sessions with a teacher. So I make sure those are booked as frequently as possible and everything else happens around that. And I'll know from those lessons uh, what I need to study between them. I will learn lots of vocabulary that I can add to my uh, flashcards. So those spoken sessions have to be central and that's how you really get some form of virtual immersion. Because when we think of true, original, classical immersion, then you're kind of forced to speak the language because you're physically in the country. In a way, you got that because you are face-to-face, even if it's digitally, with a native speaker. So you are forced to use the language with them. So that is, uh, is crucial for me. But there's other things I do as well. Like if, I, if it's the end of my day and I'm winding things down, I might listen to music in the target language. And um, if I can, I try to make it an active study session and follow along with the lyrics. But if I'm really tired, I'll still just try to listen to music just to, to get an idea of the, the songs and such. And uh, any platform that you stream from, like Spotify or uh, YouTube Music or whatever, they have the top 50 charts for that country. So you can hear what is currently popular there. And there's plenty of other tailor-made playlists that you can find that may be more ideal for language learners. They may have songs where they uh, sing a little clearly, so a little clearer than uh, typical pop music would so that you can understand the lyrics better. Uh, another thing I like to do is I like to use the, the website TuneIn. So T-U-I, or sorry, T-U-N-E-I-N. Uh, and they have a uh, list of all of, li- of the, all of the live streaming radio stations around the world. So I might try to tune into a local station of the country I, uh, whose language I'm trying to learn. And this is part of me feeling almost like I'm in that country because I'm listening to the music, I'm listening to the radio. I might be watching, uh, like if I leave my dedicated study space and I'm sitting down to watch TV, I might even have my Netflix in the right language, having changed that or plenty of other streaming platforms give you content in other languages. And I'm watching content, I'm listening to the radio, I'm listening to music, I'm talking to my teacher. All of these things combined are giving you the best of immersion. This is immersion, even if you're doing this from the country you were born in, you could still get immersed in your target language. And this virtual immersion is so powerful because if you do it intensively, you can push your language up a notch very quickly uh, without having to buy a plane ticket. And I think that's so much more beneficial because I love travel, but I, I never really found I got the best experiences when I arrived not knowing a word because so much of my effort and energy was put into learning the, the beginnings of the language that I, I had time taken away from enjoying that country. Whereas when I've put that work in ahead of time, I decide when I'm in the country, I'm not necessarily going to be studying the language that much, I'm going to be exploring, maybe making new friends and such. Um, and that has completely transformed my experience. So yeah, with immersion... I generally tell people to be cautious of going to the country and thinking that'll solve all your problems. As you guys know from my story, I first moved to Spain 
thinking I would learn Spanish just by living there. And I didn't. I had six whole months of just speaking English in Spain. So it tends to happen to, to many of us, even highly motivated people. So virtual immersion means that you don't have to worry about that. You set aside the time and you just push forward existing and living through that language. So yeah, that is my big tip for you. I hope you found that useful. And uh, as always, let me know on social media and uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think of all of these tips. And I hope you've been enjoying the podcast. So until the next time, I wish you a very happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave us a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Alice Semino, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening and happy language learning.